Teaching math is hard, and it's even harder when you hate math. When you're an upper elementary teacher, you're expected to be an expert in all the subjects, so it can even be tough to reach out to other teachers when you need help. And if you don't feel supported by your admin, then it's easy to feel lost and completely hopeless when it comes to teaching math. No wonder you hate it. But don't worry, you're not alone. You're now part of the best unofficial math PLC for upper elementary teachers learning to love math. Hey teacher, and welcome to the Learning to Love Math podcast. I'm Brittany, a teacher, tutor, math learning coach, and the TPT seller behind Math with Minis. In just two years, I went from being basically math literate to having students make two years of gains with math in my classroom. Today, I'm going to be sharing how you can get started with math workshop. I absolutely love and adore a math workshop and I love guided math. And I've realized that sometimes unintentionally, I have used those two terms interchangeably. And so before I get started into why I love math workshops so much, what it's done for me as a teacher and what it's done for my students and their math understanding and their way of loving math, I first wanna make sure that I really clearly define the difference. In fact, I think I'm going to be going over my own materials that I've created and shared for teachers to ensure that I am really distinct about this because they are two different things, although they're related. So let's first start with what Math Workshop is. Math Workshop is a whole structure for teaching and learning math. Typically, it started with a solve and share or warm up, some kind of problem to help them check for their understanding and kind of gauge where they're at, followed by a really intentional mini lesson. The mini lesson is usually directly related to the warm up or the solve and share. So you do have to plan a little bit ahead, but if you have all of this set up in advance, you can actually have a whole year's worth of math workshops and then repeat them. But I digress more about that another time. So typically you start with a solve and share or warm up problem followed by a mini lesson, followed by intentional center rotations, where you have certain math centers where they're doing activities, doing partner games, perhaps going on the computer and practicing their math facts, and um, basically just operating, connecting with the content in different modalities. Then they get some specific differentiated small group instruction from you, as well as constant differentiated assessment. Now, I do recommend having kind of doing backwards design, beginning with the end in mind and thinking of what kind of assessments you want to give to your students. Of course, you want to think of the summative assessments, right? The things that come at the end of a lesson, at the end of a unit. Did they master two by two digit multiplication? Did they master long division, et cetera, right? But you also want to have constant ongoing formative assessment where you're realizing in real time whether or not they're getting it and what you might have to modify as the instructor to be able to help them learn it. And that is why Math Workshop is amazing because they might be learning the same thing at five different stations, but because of a certain way that they interact, maybe it's a certain strategy that they're learning at a certain station, or maybe it's just the fact that they get to interact with someone else while learning and practicing that skill, they get it. The light bulb comes on and they're able to you know, learn and get assessed in real time. And that's really good data for you because not only does that help you see any possible gaps in understanding or specifically what they're excelling or struggling with, but it also shows you as a teacher what has been really successful and what has been effective and where maybe you can stand to improve. 
and I hope no one takes that personally. We can always improve our craft as teachers. That's probably why you're listening to this, right? Because you're either on a journey to learn to love math, and maybe you don't currently feel that way, or you at least want to get better at teaching math. You want to feel more confident and competent with your math instruction, and you want to know that you're doing your best by your students. I mean, what teacher doesn't? So Math Workshop is really a structure of teaching math, a way for students to learn math that allows for them to interact with content in different ways. And really, we'll get into more about what it takes to make Math Workshop successful in a minute. But really, you want to be thinking about how is it going to look? Because if you're just getting started with Math Workshop, it can be really overwhelming at first. So you're going to want to have as clear of a picture as possible in your mind of how it's physically going to look in the day to day so that you can be plan you can be planning and well prepared for it. I have a blog post that goes really into depth about this. I will link that blog post in the show notes if you'd like to learn more about the structure of Math Workshop specifically and then more about guided math. So what is the difference? What is the difference between guided math and math workshop? Well, you can think of math workshop as the overall event, right? Math workshop is what happens from the beginning of that solve and share warm up problem to the end of the assessment for that day, or maybe centers if you're ending it there and maybe doing a, an assessment once a week, or at least a summative one once a week. That in its, in its entirety is math workshop. So what is guided math? Guided math is what happens in small groups at the teacher table, or you might call it teacher time, when students are in groups with their teacher. This is differentiated small group instruction, excuse me, that targets a specific skill or maybe a gap in understanding that those particular students have. Now, for this reason, the way that Math Workshop is really set up to work, it's really designed for you to group students by ability. But you can group students by behavior if you know that certain students just don't get along together, or maybe if you have just such a big class that you have to split them up into smaller groups. It really just depends on specifically what you and your class needs, but that's also why Math Workshop is so great because you can really decide how you want for it to look. So essentially, guided math is that small group time. And this is where that planning piece also comes in. You'll really want to think at the beginning of the week, how should your groups look? Because the groups should be fluid for guided math groups. You won't necessarily have an A group, B group, C group forever, and you may not have the same student in the same group for every week. It should really be fluid enough to allow for any data you get to let students move between the groups, especially if, for example, you might have a student who has mastered most of their math facts on the times table up to 12s, but they're still not able to confidently and fluently do two by two digit multiplication. And so if you have enough data to show, okay, math facts aren't the problem, it's really just the algorithm that I've been teaching, maybe you just need to try a different strategy. Maybe instead of doing the standard American algorithm, the partial products method might work better for them. So this is where Math Workshop as a whole is super important because you can actually have a different strategy at each center, although I do recommend that you have some time to explicitly teach the strategy first with a whole lesson before you introduce it into a center rotation. 
So yeah, you can think of guided math as the math version of guided reading, right? So during guided reading, you might have a student read to you and you might be there listening to them. Um, you're looking at fluency, at phonemic awareness. Are they pronouncing the words correctly? Guided math is basically the same thing, but for math. You're looking for the gaps in understanding. You're helping them with it. You're really doing math at an instructional level. It's kind of like small group tutoring, if you want to think of it that way. So you're helping them build conceptual understanding, basic foundational skills, and number sense. I actually have a great resource for this for guided math group planning or just math workshop planning in general. I'll link it in the show notes for you. It's totally free. So yeah, the difference is guided math is one of the components of the overall structure of math workshop, just like how guided reading is typically a component of daily five, if you also use that in your classroom. So for either to be successful, and especially for both to be successful, you need to plan ahead. Math workshop is not something you want to take on if you don't have enough time to plan for it throughout the week and month. It's also something that's meant to be flexible. This can be a benefit because it allows for you to make adjustments in real time when you see something's not working or when you have an awesome idea that just comes to you randomly. I know that happens to me all the time but you're likely going to feel very overwhelmed and stressed out if you're not planned ahead and it's likely not going to be successful. So if you decide to do math workshop or, you know, maybe you're being told you have to do it, which I hope that it's a choice for you, but if not, let's try to make it as enjoyable as possible for you to be successful with math workshop and then with guided math specifically. It all comes down to organization, preparation, and planning. Planning being that first step. You have to have an overall bird's eye view, picture, strategic thinking when you're thinking about how Math Workshop is going to run in your classroom and then specifically what you're going to cover in your guided math with your students each day. I would recommend planning during the end of summer. The reason I say the end of summer, one, because you all need a break at the beginning, but also because sometimes you can get changes about math curriculum and all of that towards the beginning of the year, right? So depending on how your school or district rolls, you might want to plan during, during the end of summer or maybe at the very beginning of the year once you know exactly what curriculum you're using and kind of like what the focus is. So what you really want to do first is make sure you have a time to do it. Ideally, you want to have like an hour or so set aside um, three to four days a week, five if possible. But I know that a lot of schools are moving to a four day school week. And so if you can just make it as consistent as possible, because another component of math workshop is classroom and behavior management. And if your students know what to expect, it's going to be a lot easier for them. So think about how much time you're going to set aside. An hour is really easy if you can set that time aside. It also makes for the days go by so much quicker because then you can just focus on what is your whole group instruction gonna look like and then how can you um, really enhance that with your centers. So you wanna think about your overall strategy. What is it going to look like? As I said, workshop math workshop consistently consists of the warm-up problem, which is where you kind of check for understanding, engage background knowledge, followed by a mini lesson, followed by intentional center rotations that include a small group instruction at the teacher table in that. But you might decide, do you want to do a summative assessment at the end of every lesson? Do you want to do a pre-check and a post-check to see what they learned? Do you just want to do formative assessments throughout each math workshop and then do a summative one at the end of the week? It's really all about what you want to do with it. 
And so in that resource, resource I mentioned earlier, it's completely free. It actually helps you plan out your guided math groups, your guided math time, and more specifically, it gives you a bird's eye view of what math, math workshop looks like. Now, I do think I linked it with guided math because I know that's what usually our people are looking for, but really it's a resource for math workshop. On the next episode of the Learning to Love Math podcast, I'm going to break down the different components of Math Workshop completely with you more in depth, and I'll be explaining a bit further in detail how you can really make sure that you're set up for success and planning for them well. I'm going to share all kinds of tips and tricks that I have learned that have been helpful. I'm also going to share some mistakes I've made along the way so that I can hopefully prevent you from making some of those same ones. If you'd like some ideas for activities or some printables for your math center rotations, or you just want to get some resources to save you some time, be sure to check out the link to follow my store, Math with Minis, in the show notes if you shop on Teachers Pay Teachers. So to summarize, Math Workshop is the structure. Guided Math is the differentiated small group instruction time. I've even used them interchangeably, but we really shouldn't because they're completely different things, even though they're related. And it is important for us to know the difference. To succeed with either, and especially both, we need to be thinking ahead, we need to be strategic, and we need to plan it out. It is not something that we want to wing. That's going to make more stress and overwhelm for you and your students. Anyone can do math. Your students can absolutely learn math, and you're definitely able to teach math. My hope is that I can help you with that. If this isn't where you're at yet, that is okay. I am happy to be a part of your journey as you're learning to love math. By the way, if you're not a part of it yet, I host a free Facebook group with all kinds of tips, tricks, trainings, tools, and templates for upper elementary teachers who secretly love or hate math and are trying to love it. You're more than welcome to join if you haven't already. I'd love to see you in there. I'll leave the link in the show notes for you. I hope this podcast episode motivated or inspired you today. Thanks so much for listening and for learning to love math.